Hello! Hello, everyone! And welcome back. It's another Sunday. Welcome back to another episode of Where Are the Webs, aka Keeping Up with the Webs, World Worldwide, Worldwide Webs, aka your favorite auntie and uncle, aka the king and queen of the three day weekend. Let's go! The international webs. Oh, yeah. That too. All, all of right. the things, all of the things. So happy to be back here with you, all of you again on this beautiful Sunday night. Spring has sprung. Woo! It's official. It's official. It's Th- legit. This our, this is my time of year. Spring is here. Yep. Let's get into it. As always, we like to start off with attitude of gratitude. Gratitude with an attitude. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> you try. You try to do my. You try to do. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yes, thank you to everyone who likes, who shares, who listens, who subscribe, all of those wonderful things. If you don't know where else you can find us other than our wonderful podcast, um, you can find us on the Facebook. On Facebook, you spell it out like a sentence. Where are the webs? Where are the webs on Facebook, on Instagram, put it all together. No special characters, no spaces, spaces. Where the webs, all together, one word. Where the webs, on the Instagram. Also on Instagram, you can find us at shells and drums. Put it all together, shells and drums, on the Instagram. That's our little show. The the food show. Yes, food show, focusing on tacos and wings and all that stuff. Episode one is up on the YouTube. If you don't know about our YouTube, where you been? The YouTube is popping. It's on and popping now. Not just shells and drums. We also got the new travel videos on there. Plenty of footage from the Virgin Islands on there. Go look at the clips. Go look at, you know, check out the YouTube channel. It's going to be more to come. We're just going to keep going. Keep posting. Content, content, content. So check us out on YouTube. YouTube, it is Where Are The Webs? Again. Spell out like a sentence. Where are the webs? Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Subscribe. Watch some videos. Like some videos. Leave us a comment. A nice comment. If you would. Also, where else you can find us? You can find us on our individual pages. I am at Psyching Out Loud. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-N-G Out Loud on the Instagram. I am also at Phenomenal Yoga. P-H-E-N-O-M-E-N-A-L Yoga. And I'm also at Mindful Living Counseling LLC on Instagram and on the Facebook. Except no substitutions. Where can they find you, Mr. Webb? I am Marcus Webb again on everything. Marcus Webb on Facebook. Marcus Webb 1984 on uh instagram mark swib a4 on snapchat also again just reminding you shells and drums where the web's youtube page go follow like subscribe on all of those also want to give a quick shout out because the analytics are in international players anthem we are choose you baby we worldwide we really are really worldwide i don't know who you are but the numbers came in apparently you know we popping in france we got some united kingdom hello sweden (laughs) 
I don't know what I don't know what to say for Sweden. Japan, Canada, Russia, the Russians, <laughs> the Russians with us, India, India Turkey, Turkey, and Mexico. Hola! Shout out to all y'all, whoever Woo-hoo-hoo! you are. Hey, Int- everybody! If you in a foreign country, introduce yourself. <laughs> Please do. Send us a message. You can email us. Email us. Where are the webs one at gmail.com. That's where the webs number one at gmail.com. Yes. I well, almost forgot about the email. You we can you hey, Google Translate. We'll be pen pals. Something. Or something. But yeah, shout out to all of our, our international folks checking in. Man, if you say it long enough, it might actually happen. Like it start to come, it just manifests and comes into fruition. I mean, we thought we were going to be com- international webs, webs worldwide for our travels. That's still going to happen, but is, we didn't know we were going to get listeners. This is a lovely side effect. Side effect? Sure. I guess that's the word <laughs> Um. So anyway, thank you. Also, new photos on the way. We have been working. We've been in the lab with the official photographer of the webs. Marcy Renee photography.com M-A-R-C-I-R-E-N-E-E photography.com Marcy Renee photography Hashtag book her Book her Today Half camera Will travel Yes she will Listen Hey just wait I know y'all Some of y'all I even had people say like Man what what are new pictures at They coming we locked in today. We in these streets. Just streets. wait till you see what we cooked up today. In these streets. The webs and Marcy Renee, when we get together, just magic happens. I mean, mostly I mean, her. I mean, we just, we show up. She makes us look good. She does. Shout out to Marcy Renee. Yes. All right. Um, any feedback from last week? We got an email, at least one, and um, it said I dragged myself. I did drag myself. Hey, listen, about that man. financial that financial situation. We are all working on uh, you know the financial thing, so we're gonna be stay tuned for the financial literacy episodes of the webs. We got some things that we have uh, been talking about. We've been cooking up on that end too. So we are trying to get our money right. We're gonna help you get your money right too. Yep, yep, yep. Um, leftovers. There was one correction I wanted to make. Um, we were talking about the collegiate cheating scandal last week, and I said this is what white privilege looks like. I wanted to amend that and say this is the intersection of white privilege and socioeconomic status, specifically, because you could be poor and be white and. You ain't out you here. Can't you buy ain't, your way you ain't part of the scandal. No, you <laughs> you are not part of this scandal. So it's the intersection of being affluent and being white. Like there's that extra advantage there. So I wanted to make an amendment to that. Okay. Also apologize for how sloppily I handled that uh, mention of the shooting in the mosque last week. It was not my finest hour. I think I was getting tired. 
So way to self assess. Sometimes I'm, I apologize. You know what I'm saying? We do quality that control. Was part, that was poorly done. I realized it in real time. As soon as it came out my <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it came out my mouth, this I was is, like, oh, this, this is not good. <laughs> it's gonna end badly. This is not going well. So I apologize for that. All right, you have your sound effects. What's happening no, here? No, no. Mr. Webb. I'm, my sound effects are off right now. I'll bring them back. All right. Then how do we transition with no sound effects? I don't know. Make your own sound effects. Bring. That's terrible. Anyway. I'm better than that. So, next thing we want to talk about, uh, where have we been this week? So, the actual, you know, physically, where have the webs been? Right? So, this week, uh, you know, it, there you go sound effects yay this week when did spring start spring started like the 21st 22nd something like that somewhere around there so we are officially into the season of spring and to kick it off we actually went back to one of our uh you know favorite places i guess somewhere where we spent (laughs) a lot of time we went back to macon georgia mac town what's happening so we were in Macon. A lot of people might say, like, why y'all in Macon? So what? It's Macon. But it was the International Cherry Blossom Festival in Macon. And we always just go. It was a, a, something we like to do when we live there. Now that we have, you know, moved and, you know, live somewhere else, we always make that time to come back to Macon, right? And it's not even that. It's, it actually goes deeper than that. Yes. I, we spent a lot of time in making, like I said, but it was like, honestly, some of the probably still to this day, some of the roughest times in our lives, the hardest times in our lives were spent in making as an adult, just growing up, learning, making mistakes, basically just fucking up for <laughs> for lack of a better term. So this, I, I did it in making. So this is the time period what we're saying is this is the time period after after college when you're out on your own and you're kind of floundering like you're starting to try to tread water and this is that time period and sometimes you don't do a great job of treading that water and your ass start to sink and you drown a little bit so that was making for us and it didn't help that this happened for us around 2008, 2009. Oh, yeah. The heart of a recession. Yep. Yeah. It I spent those days walking the streets of Macon. I mean, first of all, you make it sound like you were homeless. You were not homeless on the streets. Shit, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, the more I think about that statement, I will say... You did walk the streets for a period of time because you didn't have a car. Yeah. Walk there to work. There was a while you did not have a vehicle. And I wasn't there. or shine. You had left. Yes. I was walking to work. Yes. Not that it was that far, but still, I was walking to work. And when I talk about walking the streets of Macon, one of the first jobs we both had when oh. we moved to Macon was selling Aflac door to door to businesses. So we were actually just walking up and down the street, walking into business. It has that beautiful term, pounding the pavement. Oh, I know it too well. So that's a reason why, like, some people yeah. ask why I go back to making. So that's just a little bit of background well, on why making holds a special place 
for us. Let me let me get in here because it's not even with that that doesn't explain like why we would go back because for most people if you hear that for some people if you hear that you may be like well why would you go back to that place if it holds all of these very tough memories for you why would you go back there why would you want to go back there because i made it out okay and i like to go back and stunt and shine in the same places <laughs> i struggled that's why you stop at the yard the same <laughs> not even that like I, ain't nobody there i'm like trying to show off for but the same places where i struggled now i can go back and i can celebrate now i can go back to the time where i couldn't afford to do certain things and i wasn't able to do certain things now i go back and i do whatever i want to do yes. maybe i'm just speaking for myself <laughs> i i it has a certain for me i'll speak for myself it has a certain nostalgic quality to it um yes making was tough times and a lot of hard lessons but also there were some good times there and i like seeing how making has grown and changed so you go to downtown Macon. i mean gentrification is alive and well it's on and popping hey we should have we done a gentrification episode i think yes, we, we did. did yes we did I don't know if my opinion on gentrification has changed. I might be a fan of it. like so. I, I think like, I think you said that. At did the I say time. that last I time? I think you did. I do like I, some things about it. So, as I was saying, I'm sorry. Downtown Macon. You could. Here's the thing: you can walk through the alleys of Macon, Georgia, and Macon's got some alleys, but you can walk through them now. They are brightly lit. Most of them. They have fluorescent lights art uh string lights up and down and around some of them oh my gosh you're gonna do this no i'm just saying because if you walk down the wrong alley still most of these alleys okay damn near all of these alleys have lights in them okay we were down there it was bright as hell it was bright anyway as i was saying it's not the same place that it used to be you know, there, it's not the same place. It's changing. The face of Macon is changing. And you had some thoughts about this. Yeah, I was just, I mean, we were sitting somewhere. I can't even really remember because, never mind. That's not important. But <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting somewhere and I was just reflecting. Like, man, Macon is, to me, and I'm not saying everybody in Macon, this is, a lot of people in Macon, Macon is either their come up city or it's your fall off city. And what I mean by that is it's either the place where you can live and survive and struggle and scratch and scrape like we did. And, you know, you come up and when you do, you can move on. It's a good place to live when you don't have much or it's the place where you go back to after you kind of made some mistakes and you're trying to get your life together. So you're going to see a lot of that when you in making. It's a lot of, you know, even when I say, and when I say come up, there's a lot of people who who there during grad school, undergrad. When you're trying to get it together, you're trying to figure out whatever you're doing. Making is a place where you can live and it is, I guess it don't, it won't, 
punish you. It doesn't chew you up and spit you out. Probably like some other places have. You can go and you can get like cheap meals or you can do things and you can still live on your way up or when you kind of done fell off and you need to get it back together, you can go to Macon. It's, now I'm getting, I'm not talking about people, uh, if you are making native, native Macon night, I'm not talking about you. If you grew up there, like, to the time you 18, I'm talking about when in your as an adult, 18 or older, a lot of people, it's either your come up city or your fall off city. So, because, because of all of this, making, it has a little spot in our hearts. Yeah. And just to add on top of that, still to this day, Come the best Jamaican me. food and the best Vietnamese <laughs> food are in Macon. Tropical flavor for your Jamaican food and Pho Saigon for your Vietnamese food. I've We still, to this day, have not found better either one of those. I don't, I don't know where. I keep trying. But best Jamaican food, best Vietnamese food, Macon, George. So, as you were saying earlier, we didn't just go there arbitrarily. Um, we went there because of the, the Cherry Blossom Festival. Unlike last year. So, last year and the year before, I believe, we went for the big street concert, the big finale to Cherry Blossom. So, Cherry Blossom started this past, really it started Thursday. And it's going to go through, it went through this weekend, and the last day is next Sunday. Yep. So, it's a two-week event. And there's a lot to go that goes on, um, the park all the way, all the way downtown, uh, has a fair going on with shows every night. There's stuff all around the city for it, especially the third street, um, like in the heart of downtown. So we didn't go to the big finale this year because there wasn't anybody playing that we were familiar with or wanted to see. Um, so I was like, okay, let's just go the weekend before and like, hang out. Let's just go shoot the breeze and kick it. So that, we did. That's what we did. So shout out to the local breweries in Macon. Yep. Uh, just tapped. Um, Oat Mogie Brew Pub. The Macon Beer Company. Yep. 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 So. So we're always a fan of Georgia Brews. So this weekend, I know we at least tried the Making Love beer. I don't know. I tried a few. I can't remember them all. <laughs> um, drink local beers. If you drink beers, drink local beers. Support local. That's right. So Making is a place that, like I said, it has a, a special place in our hearts always. And especially the Cherry Blossom Festival. Um, it's, again, it's pretty much always at the beginning of spring like that last week of march is normally the kickoff so it's right around the beginning of spring and to me it kicks off my favorite time of year if i was an athlete if i had a sport it would probably be eating drinking traveling and this is the best time of year for that. <laughs> like the the cherry block the international cherry blossom festival kicks off my season right i'm an athlete if i was an athlete like this this is the beginning of our season right this was an away game we went to Macon, not far but we went 
a little away, away game. game. Yeah, it was an away game. So every weekend, pretty much now through October, this is my season as an athlete. We got to be doing something. We eating something. We drinking something. We going somewhere. Some Maybe sometimes we got to travel. That's the away game. Sometimes <laughs> we going to kick it local. That's the home game. And I know you might be saying, "Hey, you y'all go y'all went on a cruise in January. That was the exhibition game." What? <laughs> what? Yeah, sometimes you know, like in off season, you do a little exhibition. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it. It's like practice. <laughs> it's a scrimmage. I wish y'all could see him. He just like fake throw it an alley oop. Like he I'm just listen, he man. Just, he just threw a hook shot <laughs> in the air. I mean, if I'm an athlete. This is my season. I was thinking, this is opening day. This is March Madness. I thought you meant season like, like time of year season, like spring, I mean, summer, like that too. Season that too. I like that part too, but I feel like I just started my season right. Like again, I'm every weekend. Everybody, this is your festivals and you know your your cookouts. All that stuff coming up, that those that's like my sport. I'm about to go play. I'm I'm Jordan in this bit. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> okay. You got to know what you're good at, and I'm good at showing up, eating your food, drinking your drinks, <laughs> having a good time. We, I'm we, we bringing a good time. We are good at more than that. I, I I I'm good at several things, but yes, especially that this is my time of year. If you know where I can come, if you want me to show up, <laughs> just invite me. Invite us. Where the webs one at gmail.com. Man, or hit me on. Number one at gmail. Yeah, or hit us on social media. Hey, if you're having a cookout, little celebration, little kickback, invite me. I will come through. I really thought you meant like. Look, we about to go. We, we about to hit our stretch run here. I'm okay. telling you, every weekend, pretty much now to October. Because we're going to get in October, we're going to hit the fall festivals. It's always pretty much up to like Halloween. It's going to be something every weekend. I'm about to be at your local farmer's market. <laughs> I'm doing everything. this summer. I'm talking about all the festivals. I'm sampling all the street food. I'm trying to eat turkey legs and funnel cakes. It's my time. It's your time. <laughs> hey, but... You know, we also um, not just sound like complete, you know, fatty, but it does it, sound very fat. I'm gonna be working out too. All right. Yeah, I mean, where the webs dropping some pounds, losing some inches, but still, still having a good time. Still having a good time. It's doable. I've done it before. Yes. Can do it again. All right. All right. So next up. Um, we're going to start a new segment on this show. Hopefully, the segment doesn't have to come up that often, but the way things are going in the world, I feel like it's going to have to happen a Uh lot. So we're going to do a little segment that we want to call, Why Is This Problematic? Right? We're going to give you the subject or the headline or what tell you what happened, and then let's talk about why is this problematic? All right. Um. Oh, hold on, hold on. We need a we need a sound effect. So, uh, wait, wait, wait. You just wait. picking random sound effects. 
That yeah, that probably perfect. fits. Why is this problematic? Because some of y'all just got yourself canceled. It's game over. You do the wrong thing, you done. All right. So where where would we uh like to start? First up, let's go with rapper Kodak Black. Oh my. Okay. So I I will introduce I will introduce uh what happened here in the shortest of terms. Um without any details. I don't I don't have the I remember what he said in general, not specifically. But Kodak Black is a young a young rapper. He's maybe 20 or 20. I mean, he's in his early 20s. Okay. He's- very, very. Um anyway, this young man he he's had some issues. This is not his first time on the problematic block. No, not even close. And this isn't I don't even know if this is his worst offense. It's just the latest. Because he was already legit in court a couple times, I think. He's also had some accusations of uh, se- sexual, sexual assault. assault. Yeah. Viol- domestic violence? Or Maybe. Something, something along those lines. So, already, he's got that against him. But then, you will see him in interviews from time to time, and he's acting like he got some sense. He acts like he got some damn sense. Most of the time, does not. So anyhow, um, Young M.A. is another rapper, and she is she is openly out as lesbian. Um, yeah, she is, and a rapper. So he had something to say about her um, along the line. Like, he's flirting with her and making passes and, and inappropriate comments towards her and about her and wanting to get with her I think and so the question is why is this problematic why is this problematic did I get that right the summary pretty much like so he has made some advances toward her basically you know it comes across as insinuating like you can turn this person straight which is not something that We're not here is for possible, things. right? It's not a thing. So, let me be 2019 woke Marcus Webb. Very good. To, uh, message to men, men in general, your penis does not contain any magic. <laughs> any, like, it, it's not any medication. <laughs> It's not magic medicine. No elixir. Uh, no, there's nothing in it that's going to turn this person, this individual, straight. She has expressed that she is attracted to other women. Period. There's nothing you can do to change that. Absolutely. Now, she has the right to, if she ever should so choose. Mm-hmm. To receive some penis, <laughs> she could, oh okay. but she is not asking for that right now. So don't you offer try it. offer it. So this also leads it. It just leads down a real bad path because in some countries, like yes. African countries, yes, women. Who express or or are openly gay or suspected or, or believed to be 
are assaulted and raped to try to correct the behavior. Right. So it leads down a very bad path. That is why this is problematic, Kodak. You can't say stuff like that. Now, if she would have came out and said, hey, I'll find Kodak Black attractive, you go all in if that's what you're into. I don't, it also leads me down (laughs) to understand why, what about. Kodak Black is sexy? No, not, but why do you find, what do you find attractive about Young and May? Not saying she's not, but this is a person who expresses themselves, the way she expresses herself. Are you attracted to that? Maybe there's some questions about Kodak Black that we need to be asking. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to go there. Okay. But I do like the idea that uh, 50 Cent lied to y'all. You do not have the magic stick. Wah, wah, wah. And that is why this is problematic. Thank you. So, can I just... This is additional. Because we're talking about... Listen, man, only keep it to yourself unless they ask for it. This also includes stop sending photos to people who did not ask for it. We, if they don't want it, Good job. they don't want it. If, if they ask for it and you with that, yeah. hey, send away, Snapchat, yes. whatever you want. Stop sending unsolicited penises to these women that didn't ask for it. Y'all making us all look bad. This, so, has been, this has been a PSA by Marcus Webb. That's all right. So that's first segment of this. Why this, this is problematic. One I'm not interested in, you know, the celebrity commentary, but if it leads to a larger discussion, I can, I can get with that. Good job. One all down, right. two to go. Next up, just hilarious, bruh. Okay. Just hilarious. Give the tell she them the is, background. She is a Instagram comedian. That is to say, she that's where she launched herself. She began on social media. She began her career on social media, as a lot of newer comedians do. Yep. Um. So she started on, on social media doing skits and things like that. She now does stand up. She was also on Little Rail Show. Yes. So she's acting now. So mm-hmm. she's. She's out here in Hollywood. Right. You know, what should be a great story. She started, you know, at the started bottom. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started hear. from the bottom, now we here. A la Tiffany Haddish. Like, yes. everybody loves a come up story. Something like that. You know, but. so, um, Just Hilarious was on a plane. She was on a plane and um, took note and grabbed her camera phone because there were four Sikh gentlemen as S-I-K-H, four Sikh gentlemen who were on the plane and she started recording them from a distance, zoomed in to show them with their uh, head, oh, excuse me, their head, I gotta sneeze. I'm sorry, <laughs> I had to sneeze. You... I had to sneeze and it wouldn't come out. Their head scars Sneeze on. or having a stroke? I don't know. I had to sneeze. Um, They had their, I, they're not even head scars, it's like a, a turban almost in a way okay but they had their they had on their garb right and she alluded to them being muslim gentlemen and being afraid and she's like oh you know one of those terrible they're gonna blow up the plane kind of deals 
So, cut to her sitting back in the airport terminal. She's sitting in the terminal. She's talking to her phone. I think she's on Instagram Live at this point. And she's like cussing out the people who are following her and talking to her because they said that's racist. That's inappropriate. She's like, why are we back in the terminal? And we had to deboard the plane. F y'all, F y'all, F y'all, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So camera goes out, camera comes back up. She is now back in her seat on the plane recording. And she says, F y'all again, SMD all this stuff which is super unnecessary she's like y'all not gonna listen to me y'all should listen to me guess what they're not on the plane now why do we have to deboard the plane and now they're not on the plane f y'all talking about i'm ignorant and racist and blah 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 okay so why is this problematic Uh, (laughs) you, you ready you ready for this i'm ready for this first of all let me just say this. Stop putting stock or like any weight on the opinions of people. Like she like we said, it's a great story, but she started as just, just posting videos on Instagram. Other than that, she's just a motherfucker from Baltimore. <laughs> she she never claimed to have no education, certification, nothing. So who cares about the opinion of one just hilarious also just hilarious this ain't her first time in the news she has also shown uh some poor judgment in the past yeah so why i mean she i mean i don't want to get it i don't want to turn this into a gossip show but she did oh you know apparently you know take somebody's husband or mess with somebody's husband while they were still together okay anyway but first of all it's problematic First of all, know the difference. Please, this is not just for her. Yes. Anybody. Please know your groups. Sikh is a very different from Muslim. Stop assuming and stop being ignorant and thinking that everybody you see with the head wrap is a Muslim. They are not. Most Muslims don't even have wrap their head. Or just any light brown person is a Muslim. <laughs> or any light brown person is a terrorist. Please, or a person with a long beard. Oh, I get that. Uh, I have a beard, and people look at me strange. Please educate yourself. And even then, like most of these people are very peaceful people, right? We don't blind. We don't look at everybody that looks like a terrorist or white supremacist and assume that every white person is a terrorist or a white supremacist. I don't look at every black person and assume you a criminal. Though some of us are. So please educate yourself. Know the difference between Sikh and Muslim. Yes. Right? Yes. There even in those or groups, there's different sects and different you know yeah, but people here's, here's, do different things. Here's the other part. This is dangerous to make these kind of assumptions and make these kind of accusations against people. It's perpetuating these kind of stereotypes. And it's dangerous. And you can't put these, a lot of times these people go from just being, you know, unknown to famous so fast. They haven't had like proper, again, proper education, proper media training. Somebody should have been there to be like, 
please put the phone down. Stop. Walk away. Who? Where's your manager? You got an assistant? Somebody. <laughs> somebody take her phone. Why do you even have your phone right now? It's not. It's not funny. It's not. I mean, granted, there have been. I don't even know how many comedians who have probably made this joke or something similar since 9-11 happened. But there are real people who live in the United States who don't have any terroristic tendencies, who just want to live their lives and who get harassed and who get assaulted because of these kinds of things, because of making these kind of connections. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. So this is why it's problematic. Two down. <laughs> this, 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 another reason why this this segment can't come up on the show that that offering this is almost tiring like it almost makes me tired you say that offering Did, what you said it can't it, come up this offering that it offering can't, I, often <laughs> often it makes them tired often all right so what's the third one uh, I was trying to catch you up on. on I saw. Minute. I I got it. You got that. I, I I seen enough. <laughs> Apparently, Daniel Caesar, who we gonna talk about one thing. It didn't even really make a. It made a little bit of news that uh, Dave Chappelle called him gay a couple yeah. weeks ago. That didn't really come up. But this time, uh, Daniel Caesar was out here on Twitter defending. Well, not even really defending. Um, but just asking why we were being mean to one person, but he said, why were people being mean to white people, which really wasn't the case. So to give you some background, there's some, there's a young lady named Yes Jules. She, uh, she's been in and around the hip hop community. She is, uh, I've got to be careful. She's, uh, <laughs> she's Caucasian, but she is also, um, Let's just say she has some features that you know a lot of men like that uh, that draw attention to her. Okay. And she made a statement about how you know she like black women are mean to her just because black men are attracted to her. She she has said, "quote It's a guarantee in any situation. I walk in a room with a group of girls. Room has men from every ethnicity. Black men be lying straight to jewels." Also said, black girls don't like me because black men do. Also said, damn why all these black girls hate me. I've been so nice. Walks out of club with light-skinned dude. And let me just say, and I, I, I'm i assuming I'm speaking for the whole Where the Webs team okay. over here. Okay. We don't have no problem with interracial dating. <laughs> no. I ain't got no. <laughs> no. You know, one of, us, <laughs> one of us is a product of an interracial relationship. So we have no problem with interracial dating. Not at all, bro. But to say like certain things you can't say and you got to be able almost respectful. You know what I mean? So it came across slightly disrespectful and it came across like she was distancing herself and saying she was better than some of her um, African-American counterparts. So, of course, she put this on Twitter. And what does Twitter do? Twitter does what Twitter do. Yeah. And they went in on her ass. And That's what happened. So, Daniel Caesar comes in because he said, why are we so mean to white people? Why are you so mean to Jules? 
Why are we so mean to white people right now? It's a serious question. Why is it we're allowed to be disrespectful, rude to everybody else? And when anybody turns that energy to us, I don't want to be treated like I can't take a joke. White people have been mean to us in the past. Yeah, but what are you going to do about it? Tell me what you're going to do about that. There's no answer other than creating and understanding and keeping it moving. You have to bridge that gap. Are we winning right now as a culture? Are we on top of society? We're not. And you can't win the game by choosing not to accept the winning team strategy. You have to acknowledge the strategy and then build a strategy on top of that. Then he says, being a victim doesn't get you paid. So Nobody wants to be a victim, but Daniel Caesar comes across as like, like somebody that's, that may be very intelligent, but you skipped one subject, and that was black history. So... <laughs> Like no, it's like you 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 sound real smart, but you miss that class, no or nobody ever gave you that class, or, you know, that's the that's what you're missing here. Daniel Caesar is like that kid. I think somebody said it's like you grew up, you didn't grow up, you grew up in the suburbs or something. You missed the Black History part. So I I think what I what I saw was that um. That he he was the kid, the black kid who was labeled like a weird kid and was rejected by all the other little black kids and then ended up like feeling an outsider to his own race somehow. Maybe. But then We don't know that to be true. I don't know that to be true. I don't know. I'm not gonna say that like it's facts. And but why is this problematic? I let I'll let you handle this one. (laughs) He did say because I don't know if every are, is everybody that comes up on the why is this problematic segment is we already know the answer is there ever going to be a time where it may maybe it wasn't problematic you think it may not have been I don't know he did blame it on the alcohol he said he was very drunk when he said what he said I don't know but he, you I'm going to let you try to explain so, why this may be problematic so, so some people said he was caping for her when she clearly had put down black women basically it put down black women in her statements so like, why are you coming to her defense but then he's like yeah white people were mean to us in the past skirt okay so <laughs> some some are still very mean to us to this day sir i do think it's valid to say how to bridge that gap but it's not like the onus isn't just on whatever minority group to extend the olive branch. It's like if the you're oppressed th- groups, you don't ask the oppressed groups how to fix the situation. That's not where you put your energy at. My opinion. Sorry. You were, you nah, were saying. I was going to say it's, it's like you were saying, it's not that it's not always on the oppressed to fix the oppression like i was the one being oppressed right it's like you don't ask the child to go fix the situation with the debbie dad or something like Like, you're you were the person that did so you gotta fix like we talk about i talk about women's rights and equality right yes so women are pushing and advocating for this change but women are always in the position to make said changes it's on we need to have men as allies who are willing to change the system and make it fair 
everybody needs an ally in their fight. If you're a woman, you need a man. If you're black, you're gonna need, we're going to need white allies. We, gonna, we need people on all sides to see if there are issues that we're going to fix. We got to be able to bridge it. To bridge a gap, I think you got to start from both sides. You can't bridge a gap only starting on one side. That's just building a whole nother bridge. But then he also went on to dare people to cancel him. He was like, go ahead and cancel me. Don't listen to my stuff. Don't buy it no more. Blah, 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 blah. Hey. People can make that happen. Daniel Caesar, you weren't that good anyway. Oops. Just saying. So. All right. So that's our segment we like to call, why is this problematic? <laughs> Guess I, all of that was problematic. But if you agree, disagree. Want to fight? <laughs> I don't want no fight. We'll want no smoke. Email he, us, though. For we we love to have a discussion and discourse. Yeah, I like like I said earlier. I don't really care about. I don't want to turn my podcast into a celebrity gossip podcast. What I want to do though is we can take the actions and you know of these stupid ass select people <laughs> and use them to start a larger discussion. I'm okay with that. Yes, but we ain't turning this bitch into the shade room. <laughs> it is not. It is not. Old school media takeout. That is not what this is. Even though that's where some of this came from. The stories themselves. But we're talking about the bigger implications of. Right. All right. So, moving on. Moving on. All right. What we got next? Sorry. That was just, that was the last one I had cute. I'm sorry, that was the last one I had queued up. So, yeah, we got Mrs. Webb on the sound effects today. So. <laughs> yeah, hit something better. All right. So, this week, um, we don't have a review. We are going to go see Us this coming weekend. So, yes. wait on that. If you came here for the Us review, it's not happening this week. Next week. Next week. Um, But we're going to go into Mr. Webb's motivational moment. I am going to introduce this and segue into this because I think Mr. Webb shorts himself on his motivational moment. You don't catch his greatest hits. Those greatest hits are not here on the mic. Um, he gives me a lot of motivation and other people off the mic. So in an effort to try to put that on the show, uh, the other day I had a phone consultation with a client. And I took my consultation privately. And when I came back, I essentially said to Mr. Webb, I, how do I get them? Like, I don't know how you, how you pull people in on the phone. I didn't have a script. I never have. And I always kind of fill things out, which works great when you see people in real life face to face. Because when I see you, I, I, you, you can work off the vibe and the feel from that person um, and build a connection. But over the phone, it's been hit or miss. I've gotten better, but still I struggle with this. So I asked him about it and I said, I don't really have a business mind. I have a mind for people. I don't have a mind for business. I don't have the business acumen. I have to build it by nature of having my own business. So one thing you said was people was selling right this is essentially sales yeah because you came back and you were like basically <laughs> i 
was so defeated. <laughs> you like, how do I, how do I get them to like me? And I was like, <laughs> what you, what you're actually doing though is sales. Like, and that led me into, you know, kind of down something I like to think I'm pretty good at. A lot of y'all don't even really know what I do. I feel like people don't really know what I do for a living. But one of the biggest things I do is I teach people how to sell. That is what I do. Over the last probably three to four years. It's been longer than that. Well, okay, yeah. But I mean, just but, with this but like company, teaching yeah. other people. Right. Um, I, Of course, I was always a salesman myself. But to actually teach other people sales techniques and sales strategies that is what i have been you know pretty much mastering over the last four four and a half years right so i told you it's after you told me what happened i was like that's not like just trying to get people to like you you have a sales problem how do you close a sale that i can help you with and this is what you know i really want to help other people do and i'm working on like you know, crafting this. My my wife is gonna be my is really my first client. <laughs> I got I got a few others in there for my life coach business, but my actual like sales and business coaching, you are my first client. And if I can get you, and I, you're gonna be my first example when you become successful. And then I'm like, look, I I helped. So, but back to the sales issue is whether you wanna admit it or not, and you know you this is motivation or you can call this coaching whatever we are all in sales whether you are you know um no matter what you're doing you're tr- always trying to get somebody to see your point of view you are trying to sell them you are trying to convince them through email you're trying to convince somebody you need a raise you are trying to sell them or you might just actually just be old school selling a product you have to be able to close sales right once you get people on, too many of us, the the big one of the biggest things I see is like you just scared to ask for and ask people to do what you want them to do. If I'm trying to get you to buy something, just you need to ask people. So it's not enough just, hey, I'm I'm here, I'm nice. <laughs> you should like me. I no. don't say that for the record. I didn't say it. I know. But don't be afraid so what's up where where's your money right let's go ahead and buy this thing let's go ahead and book this whatever your thing is let's go ahead and give me that raise whatever whatever the thing is you trying to sell i don't care if you're selling girl scout cookies where is the money you know what i'm saying you didn't buy if i don't give you if nothing exchanges hands or if i don't put in any time effort any of that you didn't sell me anything. So we are, whether you like it or not, you are all in sales. And everybody actually could benefit from doing some additional sales training. If you are in business at any doing any part of business, look at the sales, the selling portion. Even if I'm doing customer service, I'm trying to get that person to, you know, buy something or try to take care of the problem or I'm, or I'm trying to convince you that I fixed your problem. Whether what, no matter what you say, you are in sales. We are all in the business of selling. Even if it means you're just trying to sell yourself. Not literally sell yourself. 
Although that is I'm also not... a very profitable business. Yes. But in my case, the the struggle with me was um, because I'm such, I was like, I'm a people person. You know, I'm people minded. And as a therapist, I'm very sensitive to what people are going through and what they're facing. And it's hard for me to put that aside for the business portion. And that's what we were talking about. Yeah. At the end of the day, the purpose of a business is to make money. Uh, yes, we, you know, in your position, you know, the the mental health of your clients is very important. But you cannot serve them if you are not in business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you don't, you got to be able to make sure that they pay. We also talked about for you how sometimes you have people who uh, don't uphold their commitments and don't show up for their appointments, and you don't want to charge them the missed appointment fee or charge people late fees. You are still a business. Right. You have to be able to do those things or else you won't be in business. The ultimate, ultimate, one of the ultimate goals of a business is to be profitable. You got to make money. If your business isn't profitable, it's not going to be a business for very long. Right. So, and I think for you also that you were talking about like how, you know, you, you go in and you start talking about yourself. You're trying to convince them why they should choose you whereas it should probably be the opposite you tell you can't they contact me they contact you they're in need of a therapist you got to figure out you're in this you're actually in the power maybe you don't want them as a client they you should have to they should have to convince you why you should take them on and that that i'm like i can't even i can't even like it was it's too much um but i do come in and i do talk about like these are my credentials this is my background this is my experience so that way they feel comfortable with you know i'm not some like jv league like i'm i'm not some hack i'm out here i've been out here and i and i know what i know and i do my stuff but i mean there's a number of ways we we can look at it but the first one was really the one that resonated with me the most, I think, was just realizing I am in sales um, and starting to approach it from that that perspective and looking at my business more from the business side of things. I mean, I don't want to say overwhelmingly more from business than from the personal aspect because I still need to be, I still need to be, bring that personable part in order to sell them. I mean that's I mean, part to, of to it to get the to seal the deal to make the sale happen so to speak. But yes, I I hadn't decided like you know maybe there's some clientele I don't have to take on or I should evaluate more closely, you know, who I'm working with and for what reasons. And I was like there's some that I'm very that are very obvious that are outside of my scope, but then just kind of narrowing it down from there. Yeah, I I never really I didn't really know if people would want to hear this on the podcast, but maybe I can talk more about the actual sales, you know, strategy. This will be the coaching corner. Maybe. With Mr. So, Webb. you know, I, I actually have a sales strategy that I've worked on over the last, you know, year or so. It's called Epic. It was started by somebody else, but I really just took it and made it my own and made it better it's an acronym that stands for engage probe introduce close 
you can apply this to anything and you can close the sale so maybe over the next couple weeks we'll explore the epic process cool. i wish i had i wish i had my sound effects i don't um so what's next well ordinarily it's the mental health moment but i was i was just gonna give all of my time to you mr webb for your motivation for you for your motivation so no mental health moment for me this week necessarily i'm sorry if that disappointed <laughs> if that disappointed people but i really wanted to allocate some more time to letting you shine is something that i know you're good at and that you do for a living so with that being said move straight on the roses my roses week it's the end of women's month oh it's the end of women's month we're coming to a close here and I wanted to say, I don't know why, but I mean, I know why. Um, this is roses, is posthumous roses, um, slash our little pour little liquor out segment. Yeah. Uh, to my aunt Louise. Maddie. Maddie Louise. Um, my aunt passed away in 2011. She got to see me graduate my master's degree two months before she passed. And that was amazing. And she was amazing on that day. Um, but my aunt was like a teenage runaway, Black Panther, all of this stuff, tough as nails, hard ass, um, just tough lady. My mother's only an older sister. And, you know, roses to her because she she had one son, but she raised a lot of kids a lot of kids um and she kept you in line and I used to hate her when I was a kid I hated her growing up because she was so hard on us and she thought I was so spoiled <laughs> so um she was really tough on me but then later in my life I became very thankful for her and appreciative and glad to have known her so posthumous roses and pour a little liquor out for my my aunt Louise and that's that's about it all right, yeah. So, anything else? That's it for me, man. You know, don't forget follow. Check out that YouTube channel. Oh my! Oh boy, them you the YouTube videos are popping. So, like, share, subscribe, follow us on everything. Till next week. We out.